This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 242, Why Hollywood is Not Always Holly Good for Your English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 5 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. You'll finally get real native English conversation with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. You love Hollywood. You've seen all the big movies. But today, you'll find out why you can't simply copy and paste the phrases you learn into your English conversation. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Lindsay. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) we both said hello at the same time. Hey, Michelle, what's up? Not too much, Lindsay. How are you? I'm feeling great today. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, how's the weather? Weather? The weather's good. It's December. It's cold. It's Christmas Eve, actually. I know. Are you excited? Do you have any exciting plans for Christmas? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to spend time with my family, maybe watch some Hollywood movies. Oh, that's a great thing to do on Christmas. I know. I know that a lot of our listeners love Hollywood movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, you were telling me um, that you have a story about a student who used a phrase, right, from a movie? Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, I know that our listeners watch Hollywood movies all the time, and they're so much fun. And I had a a student who was uh, preparing for a presentation, and he had a phrase that he had heard on TV or in some movie um, and he wanted to use that in a professional presentation at a conference. And it Ooh. just didn't work. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Do you remember what was the phrase? I remember what the phrase was. It was this, once and for all. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, well, that's a. I mean, that's great. But I mean, w- what advice did you give him? So I said, you know, that's great that, you know, you're picking up phrases from Hollywood. But my advice was don't copy and paste from Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't copy yeah. and paste. Why? Because when you do, it sounds a little bit fictional or it sounds like drama because Hollywood is drama, isn't it, Michelle? Right. Absolutely. Sometimes you'll, I mean, sometimes I notice at least when I'm watching like even a TV show that the language seems very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's good for TV or for the movies, but probably not good for real life. And I think that that's really uh, important for, you know, us to learn is that just because you hear it in a movie or on a TV show, it may not be perfect for real life. Exactly. And occasionally people do use movie quotes in real life, but they use them in the context of giving a quote. And in order to do that, you need to change your tone of voice, don't you, Michelle? Yeah, definitely. I think that 
You know, it's really good. Sometimes you even uh, adopt the voice of the character, right. you know, that used it. For example, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know <laughs> what you're going to get. <laughs> that was great, Lindsay. Tell us, which movie was that from? Well, of course, our listeners know that was from Forrest Gump. And I know That's I should right. be. I'm really a Southerner at heart with a Southern <laughs> accent. So so when you're going to throw out a Hollywood quote, you're doing it uh, for humor to be funny. Right. Right. You're doing it to draw attention to yourself or the situation to add drama. And you need to also add the tone of voice. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we have a few really cool movie quotes here that uh, let's go through them and talk about, you know, do we think these are realistic? You know? Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first one we have is, may the odds be ever in your favor. (laughs) (laughs) I like your intonation. Thank you. Do you know which movie this is from? I guess it's from Toy Story. Is that right? No, no, actually, this one is from <laughs> this one is from the Hunger Games. Oh, Hunger Games! I never got into that. I wonder if our listeners are into the Hunger Games. That's so the funny. Hunger Games. That's so crazy. Yeah, is it crazy? Hmm. Yes. Did you get into it? Um, to be honest, I read the first book. Um, and I wasn't. It wasn't my favorite, but I did see uh, the first two movies. I think the third one just came out. Um. So I don't know. For me, it's it's not my favorite thing ever, but I mean, it's worth it's worth seeing, I think, or reading. It's worth seeing. Yeah. So do you ever hear people using this phrase in their conversations? I do hear it, but only like we said, right? Only as a quote from the movie. So for example, actually, this past weekend, I had a gingerbread house contest uh, at my apartment where we, you know, we all had to make gingerbread houses. And as a joke beforehand, we said, may the odds be ever in your favor, oh, right? Okay. But it's, so we used it, but it's, you know, everybody knows, you know, like it's a, fa- it's kind of a famous movie. And so, you know, it's kind of a joke, you know, yeah. I'm not saying it. I would never say like, all right, let's start the contest. May the odds be ever in your favor. You know, yeah, it would just be strange. That's right. People would roll their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, what, Michelle? Right. So if you're quoting the movie, you've got to really put it in that tone of voice and raise your voice. Now, uh, this phrase once and for all that my student used, it's not necessarily a specific movie, but it just right. sounds like Hollywood to me. Right, right. Yeah. I think that, you know, it can be used, um, but I, I just, um, it sounds a little, yeah, dramatic, like what you said, like once and for all. Dramatic. Like, it's too dramatic. Right. And then we right. have this phrase, may the force be with you. Oh my gosh. Ah, that's a famous one. It that's is. A really- <laughs> What's the intonation for that, Michelle? Do you know? I believe it's probably May the Force Be With You oh. or something like that, right? Star Wars. <laughs> good job. Wow. You oh, know, oh, thank you. You're very what good at I impersonating. You? Oh, thank you. I That's, you know, my side job. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is Star Wars. I mean, this is actually kind of similar to the first one in meaning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Or may you be empowered, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm going to confess something. I've never seen a Star Wars in my life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I've heard, you know, maybe teenage boys using this quote, like, may the force be with you, right? Oh, yeah. It's sort of nerdy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. I think if you say it in, um, 
Yeah, if you if you say it like in a real conversation, you better be saying it as a Star Wars quote or else somebody's going to be laughing, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It just doesn't seem like real English. So, it's good that you if you hear it in the movie and you pick it up and you think what does this mean, but probably not a great one to use just in naturally, you know? <laughs> right, you wouldn't use this in a presentation. May the force no. be with you. Go ahead and <laughs> take notes. May the force be with you. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> Okay, well, what's the, th- the third one we have, Lindsay? Yeah, so Houston, we have a problem. Ah, okay, which movie is this one this from? This is from Apollo 13. Did you, ah, did you right. see that one, Michelle? I think I saw it a long time ago, mm. a long time ago. But, but even though I don't really remember the movie, this quote is so famous that everybody knows it. It is famous and people do use it. But once again, they use the intonation. They, right. you know, they, they mark it, right? It's a, it's a specific language piece. They don't just keep it in the same flow with the rest of their sentence. Right, right. It wouldn't just be like, oh man, I forgot my bag. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> you would mark it a bit more. Right. It'd be like, oh no, I forgot it. Ah, Houston, we have a problem. It's almost like it's cheesy. It's a joke, right? You're not being, you're not using it in your real, you know, day to day language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that, I think that these examples are great. I think that we've kind of, we've made our point here, you know? Right, right. So, I mean, the takeaway here, I mean, I think the, the main thing is to remember, don't just copy and paste from Hollywood, right, Lindsay? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a big fan of using uh, movies, TV shows, all these things for learning English. And I think that, you know, it's really important and helpful. But sometimes you just want to be careful that it's not like cheesy movie quote and then it's actual English, right? Yeah. Because a lot of these are really more like catchphrases than than or like you know just like famous quotes rather than actual just conversational English yeah I think so so really make it clear that you're you're quoting a movie change your tone of voice and make it a fun quote don't just dump it into a presentation or a formal situation where it doesn't belong okay absolutely all right thank you so much Lindsay all right thanks Michelle thanks Bye. bye Are you 100% confident that your emails are giving the right impression when you write them in English? If you're not, then I can help. I've prepared a free video training for you at allearsenglish.com slash email. You're going to get a video explaining the mistakes that you're making with your emails in English right now, plus a free PDF guide to go along with it. So come on over to allearsenglish.com slash email, and I'll see you there. If you believe in connection, not perfection, and you want to put your ears into English more often, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. And hey, if you liked today's show, please let us know with a review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.